This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So I used the savings from switching to Progressive 30 years ago to buy tickets to the championship game. You know, between those two teams that didn't exist 30 years ago? Yeah, I'm a big Alaska Palm Trees fan. Which is a team now, in the future? So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Max Cohen and Yana Janais. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's nil-nil draw with Newcastle United at St. James's Park. This is a very big change for Fulham as they actually got a clean sheet and they come away with a point. We're just going to share our reaction to it right now as the match ended about 15 minutes ago. First, I'm going to go to Mr. Janais. Giannis. Thoughts on the draw here and a clean sheet for full? Very pleasing. Um, you know, we um, we didn't concede against West Ham second half uh, last last week. And he's tinkered with the lineup as he does. Good old Tinky. And um, I thought today, really, we looked untroubled. And, and I think that the biggest statistic for me is the fact that Newcastle had 90-odd minutes and didn't have one shot on target. So That's right. Uh, you, you, you'll never lose a game where you don't concede any goals. And, of course, you couldn't mathematically never lose a game where you don't uh, the opposition doesn't have any shots in that unless, of course, you're daft enough to score a known goal from 40 yards out. Um, but, but that was, I mean, it was, it was an excellent point. And near the end, <laughs> near the end. We're going to talk about uh, that. Boo-boo. <laughs> boo-boo. But overall, um, very pleasing result and a very, very, I think a very disciplined performance. And that's going to lead me to go right back to you, and then I want Max's initial reaction. I said this to both of you, that this reminded me just of how Fulham played, the resolute defending, like a Roy Hodgson performance. I know the formation's different, but that's what this reminded me of. They looked like a drilled team for once. They looked like a team that could actually defend Giannis. Yeah, and, you know, I've been a little bored 
of um, fans on social media talking about, oh, can we get Slavisha back? And as much as, you know, we all love Slavisha, and I'll never have a bad word to say against him, the fact is that we, we just, you know, for a number of games, we were so ill-disciplined at the back. We were, you know, really leaky. And if you want any proof of what Ranieri can do, today's game, you should, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, it was, it was some, you know, there were players that looked, I, I had better games today than I've seen in a long time because the positional shape was good. Discipline was good. At times we gave away the ball a little bit cheaply, but then, you know what? We, I um, compared to Newcastle still, United, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long journey up to the northeast, and um, you know, it's and we have a decent record up there. I thought I actually thought we'd get something there today, and I'm pleased with the draw. Nil, 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 nil is something that Claudio will take every day of the week. Yep. Now we've got Wolves and Huddersfield coming up. They're both very winnable games, and um, you know what? I'm beginning to see a little bit of light. But if we can, we have to keep that shape. If we can keep that shape. Be very difficult to break down, and um, onwards and upwards. Absolutely, Giannis, and uh, I find this very encouraging. I really do, because, like you said, if they can do this now on the road, if they can be that resolute, especially away from Craven Cottage, I think that's a very positive sign. Especially when we're going to be going to some difficult places the second half of the season, and uh, they're going to have to be resolute. And this actually showed me a great deal. The players can do it. Of course, listen, we could talk about the change of formation, having three center backs and obviously having that extra defender, but still, they all had to do their jobs, and they did. So I, I want to commend Claudio and the players for, for a job well done. Obviously, I wanted all three points, but this to me was a huge improvement. Max, your initial reaction? Seven months, almost seven months today since Fulham's last meaningful clean sheet in the playoff final. And we finally got one, you know, this afternoon. Oh, we were there. We were there. <laughs> you know, the one nil over Villa and then the nil nil over Newcastle. Could not be more different circumstances, but <laughs> Russ, I don't know. I, I, I feel elated because it just, it's such an odd feeling. Yes, you know, it's, it's, I, I think a win would have been, of course, ideal. But this is not, not just for the points. It's for the psychological boost. This team for 90 minutes didn't let me go. But something we hadn't done in so long. And, and, and it's just... Once you get that first clean sheet, shut up all the critics, I think, in a way. Because it stops being talked about in the media. They now have to stop bringing up every single point. Oh, for the only team in the four tiers of English football not to keep a clean sheet. All that talk, all that negativity is gone. Ball and gone. Two winnable home matches, as Giannis yes. mentioned. Wolves, Huddersfield. There's no yeah, I watch to... Wolves. They're there for the taking. I don't care what anyone tells me. I watched that match. Without a doubt. And Huddersfield just lost 3-1 to Southampton at home. These are teams... We're not in amazing form. There are teams who we can beat. And once we have that defense on our side, I'm, I'm confident. And today was, it wasn't pretty. For no. large stretches of the match, it was dire. It was, I was watching with a, with a friend of mine who's a Newcastle supporter. We said, this looks like a championship match. It was not necessarily Premier League quality. But it doesn't matter because oh, it doesn't matter. Out of the point. And we could have even won it. But it's all about moving on and, and starting that festive period on the right note. And the fact that we have a clean sheet, the fact that we showed we can defend for an entire match, not just in, in short periods, that's going to give me confidence you know, for, for the next half of the season. Right. Yep. I, I hear you, my friend. But I want to go back yep. to both of you, and then we're going to talk about a couple of uh, controversial moments. Giannis, as we yep. are, we're talking about how well they defended, but they struggled when they had the ball against Newcastle United. And I'm just going to throw this out there. 
this is a polarizing player, but it seemed to change a little bit when Abubakar Kamara came on because I think that he offered some pace that unfortunately Andre Sherwa does not have. So was it a lack of pace that caused us so many problems going forward, or were there other issues that Fulham had? I'm curious your view on that. Well, and did we I mean, miss Ryan Sessegnon too? Would it have been maybe different if Ryan Sessegnon yeah, was available? Yeah, it could have been. I, mean, I, I still think that we, we didn't create enough really through the middle. Um, okay. But the thing with Boo Boo is that he, he he's he's a, he's just a, a brute. I mean, he came on within a few minutes. He gets a yellow, <laughs> you know, and it's and, and that's and that's him. It's all or nothing. But he's big. He's strong, and he's he's he's, he's um. He's un- I mean, I think his speed is underestimated. Undisciplined, so, I'll just say that. He's un- that'd be a good yeah, word. And, and you remember last week, I mean, you know, lest we forget, he had the breakaway that could have put us one up yep. against West Ham. But he barges through players and he, and he gives a different dimension that we seem to be missing. I, I mean, I thought, I, I felt so. I thought Mitro today was magnificent. I think he, he, he held the line superbly and really, really got the sort of support that he needed. And I thought there were a few calls that were really questionable. That, that, um, that the handball claim. Well, we're going to talk about that in, yeah, that was, yeah. in a couple of minutes no, because that's how I want to finish up. I want to talk about the controversial moments. He needed he needed help. Um, but yep. Bubu gives a different dimension, and he is a, he is polarizing. Yes, but I, I I like the fact is he's all he's all effort, and and again, he, he's, I think he sort of created that chance lay out and nothing, yeah. and he just bars through the middle. Um, it's going to give. Clearly, going to have to look at this, especially when it comes to the transfer window, because I definitely think Mitra needs some support. There needs to be a, a diversion that we don't really have, or maybe yep. Ranieri doesn't really trust. But um, we didn't really. You're right. We, we, coming forward, mm, no, it wasn't but, great. It wasn't great no, at all. Wasn't. I, I want to give Newcastle credit, but it just it was very difficult for them to move the ball forward. But I am going to be curious to see what, you know, Ryan O'Donnell from Football London gives the ratings. I'd be really curious to see his ratings for this game because I thought that many of the players had better games today. I just thought that... Yeah, I agree with you. Like, but then we'll see, you know, even Seri. I, I thought Seri um, worked very hard, didn't often lose the ball, passing was fairly accurate, did his job out there. And I think that, um, you know, and I think this was a big game for him. He seemed to settle down a bit. And uh, and I thought that was good. Okay. Well, Giannis, while I have you and Max, I'm going to go to you in one second. I'm just going to read these off to you. This is actually from Scott Trotter. He was actually covering the match for yeah. Football Doll London. Okay. Here are his ratings. I'm just going to read the ratings. He gave Rico a six, Adoy a seven, Alfie Mawson a seven, Cyrus Christie a five, Joe Bryan got a six, Calum Chambers got a five, John Michael Seri got a six. Kearney got a five. Shirley got a three. Mitrovic got a four. And then he gave Kamara a six and Ayite a five. I got to be honest with you. I think those are kind of low, Giannis. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, Shirla, um did a better job of tracking back. I thought Christie caused them some problems in the first half. I, I don't, I, I, I'm sort of bewildered about the Mitra thing. Because yeah. Mitro, um, I thought he did didn't a get job. a lot. Yeah, he did, and he didn't get a lot of help from the ref either. And there were a couple of calls where I was just going, "What are you yeah. doing, ref?" Right. Um, I think I, I mean those. Yeah, I think they're a little bit low. I thought. Um, um, I, I thought. I thought. I thought Brian had a decent game actually. 
I did um, too. That's why I didn't yeah, understand but, that rating, but I, I didn't no, read and, the materials and, underneath itself. Did you give it five to Chambers, uh, Russ? Chambers, I'm just going to go back and I'm just going to take a look very quick. Joe Bryan got a six, just so he said, and, and Calum Chambers got a five. This is what Scott Trotter wrote. Perhaps That's not wrong. present enough during the 90 minutes, but provided some class in the middle of the park to make interceptions that built up play. Quiet performance in the second period. That was about Calum Chambers. His job was really to be the foil, and I thought he did a very good job, especially yeah, second half. Very calm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you know, no. we're not all going to agree with everybody. Oh, I know. Um, I don't give him the uh, Ayute a um, 0.5. But, oh, you know, I know how you feel about Ayute. <laughs> Let me go to Max <laughs> because we are limited for time here. Max, your thoughts about form going forward, our conversation about that. If you want to share anything about the uh, ratings from Football.Lena from Scott Trotter that I just read out, please feel free to as well. Yeah, you know, it, it was tough for us because when you're playing, you know, five at the back, with not your wing back, they're not really any real, real attacking wingers. It's there's no support. So for times in the first half and, and for much of the second half, we, we didn't have anything going for it. Mitro was isolated, um, and, and Shirley was terrible. I think I, I, I was going to say it again. I don't want to start another match in a Fulham shirt. I can't name one thing in detail other than give the ball away and not track back. And it's why it was mind-boggling for me why Kamara didn't start. This is the perfect match for a player like Kamara. Well, you and I yeah, were talking about yeah. that off air. Yeah, for sure. Granted, I, 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 he has a lot of um, issues with his finishing and his composure in situations. I'll accept that. But what he does do is offer you an outlet. He offers pace and power, and he offers counterattacking play, whereas Sherla has none of those things and is just a passenger. So it, it, it was, it was mind, mind-boggling for me why you would start Sherla, who I think had another anonymous match. It's, it really summed up his film career so far. And Kamara, you, that run at the end, you saw him make that, that chance out of nowhere. No other player in Fulham can make that happen out of nothing. In, in, we in saw, the we saw something like that in the championship final, Max. Without a doubt. And, and he shows it in, in, in these occasions when he's had a steam in front of him, he oh. can take players on and no one can stop him. And if you want to talk about his composure, I know people have knocked him for that in the past. When he rounded the Bravka today, and, yep. we, and le- that led to the Mitrich penalty, which we're going to talk about, penalty yep. appeal, he, yep. he didn't just blaze it over. He didn't just selfishly try to shoot from an angle where there is no angle. He passed a ball back calmly to Mitrich, then had a great opportunity. So... You can call me a Kamara apologist. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. I, I love the guy, but at some point you have to think that he's one of our best attacking threats and he's not really worthy of the criticism some people level at him. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough on Kamara. Giannis, I'll wait in. I'll just real quick on you, and then we're going to talk about the two controversial moments to end full-time. Did we miss Ryan Session? Could he have offered something, especially going forward? Yeah, I, I, I think without a doubt. You know, he – in those positions when it's tight in the box, you don't get many chances, Sessegnon has shown in the past that he can take the opportunities. And I really think if that cutback had maybe been to Sessegnon instead of Mitrovic, maybe it's an unpopular opinion, but I think Sessegnon has a bit more composure in the situation. Yeah. I think Mitrovic just tried to hit it as hard as he could. Yeah, he and did. To be honest, even if that doesn't hit Lascelles, Dubrovka has that saved. I think Sessegnon might have done something a little bit cheeky. You know, that's neither here nor there. But the point is, hopefully he'll be back for the Wolves match. Yep. And we really have to hope so. Because remember, last season in the Wolves match, he got that opening goal. He did. That lovely, uh, that lovely anticipation of the rebound just ghosted in. And that's not something we've seen from him this season, is the anticipation and, and, and the lethalness we saw in the championship. Maybe, you know, another match home against Wolves could be the perfect impetus from the kick on. I hope he's okay and ready to go, but we shall see. I, I think that we missed him somewhat, and that's why we wanted to bring up Ryan Sessegnon. 
Okay, guys, we have two controversial moments that will end full time. Max, to you first, and then I'll go to Giannis. Let's do these individually quickly. Let's talk about in the 77th minute. Should this have been a penalty on Joe Bryan in the box? The announcer we were listening to that on, on the broadcast said it was. I've watched it back a few times. It didn't look like it to me. It actually looked like the player was going down and was trying to go down, and uh, I didn't see it as a penalty. First to you, Max. Was this a penalty? I'm with you. That That's not a penalty. If anything, it, was, it would be very soft that that was given. And Kennedy, I think, you're right, he's actually pushing Brian, eating Brian to kind of lose balance and just kind of like – That's what it looked like him. to me. I it, could be it, wrong. It, it, yeah, I don't think it was, a, it was a pull by Brian more than anything. It was a push by Kennedy. And we, still, we see so many instances of that in the box where strikers yep. and defenders tussle. And those are rarely given because it's just six of one, six of one half a dozen of the other. You know, It's just always tough to see who's actually doing the pushing slash the tugging. So that's a, that's a really good no call in my opinion. Okay. Listen, anyone that listens to the show will know that if I think it's a penalty, whether it's full or not, I'm going to tell you so. I just didn't think this was the case. Giannis, how about you? Do you agree or disagree with us on the uh, situation with Joe Bryant? I don't think it was a penalty, um, but I've seen it. I've seen those given. Okay. Um, it, it, it just takes a, um, a flag-happy linesman. Um, I'd have been annoyed had he given it. But I, Let me ask you, did you see what I saw, or am I yes, not watching no, I it correctly? Yeah, I did. It's, it's just the, the, the ease of which you went down just got me worried that maybe that would have, that would have been given. That's why I said it. I think I've seen those given before. I think the soft penalties, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I think we got My point the is that he was looking for the penalty. He was trying to get the penalty. He was looking for the penalty, for sure, yeah. For okay. Sure. All right. Let's end with talking about the situation at the end of the match with Lascelles. Giannis, to you first. Should this have been a penalty awarded to Fulham on Mitro's shot? Absolutely. Absolutely clear cut. Um, and I think he's – I hope this isn't the case, but I think he's, he, I think that was an even-up call. I, I think he said – he might – Atkinson might Potentially. Have That's a good point. Yeah, yeah he, he second-guessed – a good old NHL know, situation whether, there, yeah. NHL situation, yeah, yeah. To me, the 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 way that all the players went up, um, and you saw from the replay, oh, no. But then, is it an even up call? I mean, it's it's. Yep. Oh, I mean, he'd be right. if if you have VAR, if you have the use of VAR, it, it, you know, it's it's about getting the decision right. Yeah. And. Um, I, I think that's what it was. I think I think ordinarily that would be a penalty. I think he's given an even up call. Okay. Um, and at that point, you're thinking, well, it's going to finish nil nil. This is <laughs> these two teams will be around till the new year. No one's going to score. But but having said that, um, I thought Boo Boo, um, I thought Boo Boo made a difference when he came on, and um, you know we seem to have a bit more spark coming forward. Right. The ref, hey, I mean, I've said it before, he'd be a ref. Yeah. So. Listen, it's you know. It's very interesting because all I want from a ref is to call both ways. And Giannis, I, I think maybe this is his way of calling it both ways. He didn't give yeah, it to I them, did. so he wasn't going to give it to Fulham. But this, to me, was more clear-cut than the situation with Joe Bryan. That's just my thoughts. How about you, Max? Are we wrong here? No, I, I agree with you. I think the, the key thing for this penalty appeal for me is that the arm is used to block the ball. Sometimes right. it hits a player's arm. Clearly, but it's in a natural position, right? That's that's the the jargon I think the analysts and referees use. This it was, I think it was clear that he turned and he stuck out his elbow. It wasn't just there; he actually tucks in his hand to his body. The elbow just juts out. 
and the ball hits Yelba. That's a handball. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and, and if we have VAR, the, but the thing is, it's tough to say because the referee saw that, right? And I think yeah. for VAR, I'm not entirely sure the exact reasoning, but I think the referee doesn't have to see it. It, if, it, it has to be called if the referee doesn't see it. So if the referee got a clean view of that and then said no, I don't even know if VAR can step in there because okay. the referee has a view. That being right. said, I, I think it should have been a penalty. Um, and imagine that. We get a penalty in the, whatever, 90, 93rd minute, 92nd minute. Abu, Abubakar Kamara, who scored it, Old Trafford, a couple weeks ago, steps up, takes it. And we're having a very different podcast right now. But, you know, that, that, that's the luck of football. But it is. We already yeah. got enough luck today, guys. We got a clean well, sheet. I'm just going to say this. That's million. We used up all our luck for this week. We can do it. <laughs> Well, just to finish up full-time, because we'll, we'll go into more detail on the post-match show, which we'll be recording on Sunday. But for me, this is a very good point. This is an encouraging point. That's the way I'm looking at it. I think the club is in for the fight. The players showed it today. That's what I took out of it. Max, quickly, what did you take out of it? There's fight in this team. This team is resolute, and Ranieri can make a difference. I think that's what we saw today. This is a performance – we honestly wouldn't have seen out of Salisa just because he's not the guy to play five at the back. Yep. And that's who he is, and we're not going to fault him for that. Like but that's that. not what we needed. We need right. a guy who's going to come in here, and it wasn't pretty today. No one can say that was a pretty performance, but it was a clean sheet, and that's exactly what, what we required. So my main takeaway is this is a perfect start to the festive period. You know, fixtures are going to come thick and fast, and we, as long as we win our home matches and you know, make, a good, make a good show of it you know, away, away at Arsenal, Yep. I think we'll be coming out here in 2019 with a lot more uh, optimistic outlook than we have been. Okay. Finally, you, Giannis, main takeaway from this. I'm glad I don't live in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's um, an interesting main takeaway. Yeah, it, 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 it truly is. Um, it, it, it truly is. Um, <laughs> 17 teeth between a lot of them. But um, uh, it was, um, it, I mean, we've had a we've had a good record up at St. James's Park over the years. and. Um, but the thing that we wanted to see, and I thought we were a little unlucky last week against against Wet Spam, just because at the first half we had a chance of, you know, we had chances and we couldn't bury them. But in this one, we had, there was a lot of discipline, and um, and that was good to see. It'll give the, the lads a lot of heart in that journey going south, yep. knowing that they've gone up there and they fought like absolute lions and they're giving it everything they've got and they've got a point that couldn't could have nicked three. Yep. So that's something to build off. And Claudio can get back. Um, uh, probably they'll do a Christmas Eve practice and they'll say, look, we can build off this now. We, we're sure totally. we're capable of keeping a clean sheet. So it's all good. This is the foundation for me. They've now established a foundation. Now you build off of it and you actually build your attack off of what you have done now defensively because you can do this now. That to me is a huge first step. And now the players just have to put, put it together moving forward and uh, maybe we have something. And uh, only time is going to tell. But listen, we got to wrap this up. For my co-host, Max Cohen and Yana Shanaz, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.